On November the 27th, 1849, the Ngāti Tōr chief, Taropraha, passed away. It's been more than 170 years since then, and yet he's still one of the most well-known Māori leaders of all time. Just speaking his name can be enough to cause some to swell with pride, and others to become inflamed. But no matter how you feel about him, there's no arguing with his influence. Taropraha was born into an incredibly turbulent period in Aotearoa's history. He led his people on a treacherous journey away from their papakainga into an unknown future. And despite the fact that so many wanted to destroy them, Taropraha and Ngāti Tor survived. In fact, they flourished. To this day, Taropraha's words continue to be heard all around the world when the All Blacks perform their thunderous rendition of his haka, Kamate. He's been memorialised in paintings, poems, songs, documentaries and novels by both Māori and Pākehā. It's no wonder we haven't forgotten him. And yet for many, the ins and outs of his story aren't known or understood in the context of the times. Hopefully this podcast has helped with that. I'm Ross Kalman, one of Taropiraha's descendants. Welcome to the final episode of Taropiraha Kei Wariwari, Epilogue. <laughs> We've driven up the coast to Ōtaki, where Taropiraha lived out his last 22 months. He gave his blessing for this town to be built, and it was a focus for both he and Tamihana. Together they built the Anglican church, Rangiatia. It's a huge wooden structure, and a testament to the faith that Tamihana held dearly. Yeah, so we're just standing across from the church, uh, Rangiatia, and across the street next to a green paddock we've got two white monuments and they're both quite tall monuments but one is is very tall sort of dwarfs the other one and the one that's really tall is a monument to the arrival of Christianity in the Yotaki district and I've heard people say that they had to make this one this high just so that it was uh, more important than the monument to Taroparaha next door because they wanted to uh, emphasise Christianity over what, what they consider that Taroparaha stood for. I mean, this is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's got, like, at the top, it's got a bust of of Taropiraha, quite a classical kind of, uh, you know, almost like a Roman figure uh, atop the plinth there, gazing off towards Rangiatia Church across the road. If we looked at that statue out of context, you wouldn't necessarily say it was a Māori figure. If you look on his, his rai, his forehead, 
you can see the lines of his moko. I mean, it's, it's quite a sort of weathered monument with a lot of kind of little pock marks in it. I suppose it's 150 years old now. Pamihanu Taropraha commissioned this from a Melbourne stonemasons in the 1870s in the years leading up to Tamihana's death. And this costs a huge sum of money, hundreds and hundreds of pounds, um, enough to buy a house uh, in those days, or maybe more than one house. Uh, Tamihana paid for it out of his own pocket. Um, so yeah, it's got the Māori inscription there, Ko te rauparaha, he rangatira no Ngāti toa, i heki mai ia i kāwhia i te tau 1819. Here it's te rauparaha, a chief from Ngāti toa. He came here from Kāwhia in 1819 and he died at Ōtaki on the 27th of November 1849. Very matter-of-fact memorial that just states the bare facts. It's quite remarkable, I mean, there's not many of these type of monuments to Māori rangatira around Aotearoa and I guess the fact that this one's here at all is, is due to Tamihana. It's quite an extensive um, graveyard here too around Bairangiati and we know this is where Tamihana and his wife Ruta were buried. There's no headstone, Tamihana does not have a headstone. So he's buried next to his wife, Ruta, and she, she does have a headstone. And um, there's, some, there's some of my relations that um, want to put that right and to erect, finally erect a, a headstone for Tamihana. And see, that's the thing, you, you know, when someone dies, you need someone to be surviving to see that they're properly respected after their death. And with in Tommy Hunter's case, he had no children. His wife had predeceased him. I've calculated that he was around about 54 when he died. At the very beginning of this series, I spoke about my complex feelings as a descendant of Taroparaha, about how I didn't know whether I should be proud or ashamed of it. And we've heard how other people were punished for speaking his name, or told not to carry it to other marae around the motu. But over the past 20 years, as we've been re-examining our history with new lenses, Taropraha has been reclaimed. There's a stadium named after him in Porirua, and our tamariki learn all about him in Kura. But for Taku Parai, he's always been proud of his tūpuna. He was the man. You know, he was the leader of the highest ilk. He was the one that put, put the, uh, the heke down. He was the one that shaped the strategy to bring Ngāti Tō south. If he hadn't done that, would Ngāti Tō have even survived? From that situation, nothing. Ka mate, ka mate, ka ora, ka ora. Tēni te tangata pūhuruhuru. Nāna itiki mai whakawhiti tara. Here's the man. The hairy man. We bound all together and caused the sun to rise again. It's still got car and still got power, that haka, and it represents his strength and his abilities, his faith in himself. But it represents being on that edge between death and life. 
And because of his military prowess and diplomacy, Ngāti Tōa and our allies have a tūranga waiwai. What's that phrase in the manuscript? Kaore kou he kou mātua hei rite mō te rauparaha te mōhio ki te whawhai me te tōa hoki, me te tino tangata ki te atawhai tangata. There was no one greater than him at fighting, seizing land, holding on to land. He, he is admired because he was a winner. He led a small, a relatively small tribe to do pretty significant things. We're actually still a relatively small tribe. There's around 8,000 of us registered as Ngāti Tōa. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud of what's happened in the last, in the last hundred years, actually. Uh, it's been some pretty exciting things. And we're doing wonderful things, isn't it? We, I'm really incredibly proud of all of my cousins, you know, some who are remarkable individuals, Ross included. Ngāti Tōa is in a wonderful position today, and that's because we've never given up. We've always made our stand. We have endured, and more than that, we have thrived and prospered. They spilled their blood so that we could live and be, and that's not something we should take lightly. The actor you've heard reading Tamihana's words throughout this series is Tor Waka, who descends from Te Pehi's line. He's grown up hearing the stories of his Ngāti Tor tūpuna from his mum. She never let us forget who they were and how we come to be where we were. We, we lived in Plymouthton and it was the poorest house on the richest street. The stories were right in front of us with Mana Island, Te Mana Kupeki Aotearoa, um, right out in front of us. Uh, the stories were imbued into the whenua um, and in our meeting house, everywhere. I used to play tennis down at the Plymouthton Tennis Courts and that was the old Topol Pa and I was literally playing tennis on the site of where Te Rauparaha was captured. Tor's always taken inspiration from his ancestors and tried to manifest their strengths. Our tūpuna didn't do things at 50%, 80%. You would go at 150 for everything and do the best that you can because anything less could mean the matter of life and death in the old world. Today, it would be the difference between being mediocre and having substance and having depth. Of course, there's also pain in the legacy of Taroparaha, and the echoes of that hurt remain especially in Te Waipaunamu, among Ngaitahu. But his son Tamihana is remembered by Ngaitahu as a peacemaker. And he's memorialised in surprising ways in Te Waipaunamu. Look, the first thing that we need to talk about with Tamihana is uh, the Christchurch Cathedral. He's one of the beams in there. And if you go into the, the cathedral, and um, the Anglican Church still has it. This is Tamari Tau, talking about a beam that survived the 2011 earthquake, although it's all still in storage at the moment. Um, there's actually a small oh, carving about there high of Tamihana. And he's obviously there because of the, the, you know, the Anglican church and the, the peace that he negotiated with our people. A huge part of Tamihana's legacy of peace was in the arranging of peace marriages between Ngāti Tōa and Ngaitahu people during his time preaching the gospel down south. It's not super well known that these peace marriages were arranged, but many thousands of Ngāti Tōa are also Ngāi Tahu. I'm one of them. 
My very existence is due to Tamihanu Martini taking that brave trip down into Te Waipaunamu. Taropiraha's granddaughter, my great-great-grandmother, married a man from Ngaitahu. <laughs> yeah, my dad, <laughs> he always used to say, I oh, don't trust Ngati Toa. <laughs> this is Ariana Tikao. We heard her talking about her Ngaitahu ancestors at Takapuneke, Akaroa, where Tamaiharanui was captured. Yeah, I didn't really know why, why he was saying that at the time. So, yeah, it was still, I think, quite fresh for him, that history. Ariana is also my wife. We're still remembering, still having that suspicion, that mistrust. So, yeah, it's, it's important, I think, to, uh, to really engage with the kōrero, because otherwise, yeah, nobody will ever know, you know, what's behind that warning. We met around the same time I found Tamihana's manuscript, Ariana and I fell into the same social group. I remember one party. I remember that party. I do remember you talking about having Whakapapa Māori and... I was trying to come to terms with what it meant to have this Māori Whakapapa as someone who was mainly raised as a Pākehā. And so, yeah, poor Ariana had to <laughs> bear the brunt of, of um, yeah, the, my, my questions about it what, it, what it all meant and... Yeah, I remember encouraging you to, to look more into it. We were just friends for years and ended up in different cities. But we were both learning te reo Māori and we became pen pals. Yeah, and so we just started um, writing these letters and they became an exchange. Uh, I roto i te reo Māori. I think they started out as being just <laughs> <laughs> language exercises, but yeah, they sort of, it's probably quite an old fashioned way to get. <laughs> get attached to someone through letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of how it all started. Eventually I had to meet Ariana's dad. <laughs> I suppose we used to always emphasise Ross's um, kaitahu whakapapa, so we didn't really talk too much about the Ngāti Toa, even though you know, dad obviously knew that Ross was also Ngāti Toa, but yeah, we just used to downplay that. <laughs> but Waitai, George, Ariana's dad, put up no real objections when we decided to make it official. And yeah, when Ross and I got married, um, we had Terry Ryan was our celebrant, and yeah, he talked about our marriages being a continuation of those peace marriages. Um, yeah, so, so that's really beautiful, and um, you know, having Tamariki together sort of seals that peace, that ongoing um, tatoponamu, if you like. Ariana and I both know how important it is to know our histories and the intersections of our histories and look at things from all different perspectives. We moved to Wellington about 12 years ago. I had the opportunity to start engaging more with, with more Ngāti Toa people, I suppose, and um, came to understand the history from their side, um, or not just that shared history, but the history of colonisation and, and what that suffered, I suppose. And so you know, I really started to have more empathy for their plights, I suppose, in terms of what they had lost. I think that along with having Tamariki Huangati Toa and being married to Ross, has, yeah, it's all um, combined into um, me being 
much more settled, you know, with the history and um, and where things are at today. And, yeah, I really hope that, that more um, kaitahu uri have that opportunity as well to understand the history more because, yeah, I don't think it's that healthy, you know, to hold on to these mamai of the past. I would extend aroha to them. Everybody is together in the same marriages and in the same rooms and in the same teaching places. And we will always revere and lament those who, who died. For we haven't in some ways still got to fully addressing our own history. Yeah, and I think I think the dead should be on all sides should be named. That's my belief. And they should be saluted. Yeah. Ne- and never forgotten by any people. And and that should frame how we are now and in the future with each other. I feel like I've gone on quite a journey in the course of making this podcast. And I've learned a few things along the way. I've learned that history, this history, still matters to people. It still shapes how we think and feel about ourselves, our place in this land, and how we relate to others. We all have our different corridor about this history, and all perspectives are valid. The different accounts build up a rich tapestry. And that there's still much to be written and talked about regarding Māori views on this history. I've also learned that it's really important to consider who we're speaking to and make sure that we keep everyone's mana intact or enhanced. There's mana on both sides. Talking about these events helps us all to process them. Not talking about them can be unhealthy. I am proud of my tūpuna and find his story endlessly fascinating. For me, Taroparaha is simply one of the most truly remarkable people ever to have walked on the face of this earth, who will live on as long as his descendants continue to tell the stories about him. ほほほきききこかかかわなきわにわにあたくたらかいたらわひあいたるわいてけろけろへっぽうがらふいてうらからっぱけてけてかわなとぺるかいりりまうわうえころえひはかわひよわかまたかな こういてたんがたきゃれれうれいろはががるわれられらまるわくりかかぬいだろうわははははははかまてかまてかおらかおかまてかまてかおらかおらてんないてたんがたぷふるふるなないちきまいわかきちてら Hoopane,
This series was made possible with funding from Manutu Taonga, Ministry for Culture and Heritage. It was researched, co-written and hosted by me, Ross Kelman. Kirsten Johnstone from Popsock Media produced, edited and sound designed the series. Music is by Mukultron, Ariana Tikau, Alistair Fraser and Phil Boniface. Tor Waka is the voice of Tamihana. Melody Thomas of Popsock Media was our script advisor. Imogene Kelly, Sinead Overby and David Green from Manitou Taonga provided production support and historical checks. Narration was recorded by Phil Brownlee and the sound mixes by Phil Brownlee. I'm grateful to all of our kaikōrero who have so generously shared their knowledge, their wisdom and their compassion. Dene te mihi aroha kia koutou katoa. Padua te pau, tukituki o te pau, whakarahi o ngā pekerangi, ngā tukupu, ngā tokoru, o tēnei tangata, o tēnei pūrākau, o enei tūpuna. Ki uia, wini wini, ki uia, wana wana, hare atu, te hau kino, te hau huna, te hau kai taua. He toka tumoana, haramai te toki, haumie, huie, tāhi ki e.